What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Real Estate Roundup with Dan O'Neill, powered by RCG Mortgage. Uh, if you have a Save Me deal, you have a buyer that you want to get pre-approved, you want to have them get a better interest rate, give Andrew Russell and Evan a call at RCG Mortgage. Um, today's guest is an absolute fucking legend in the real estate market <laughs> here in Long Island. Somebody that I have been following for a very long time, somebody who is very, very successful, and somebody who has probably one of the biggest teams and the most successful teams on the island. So it ties in directly in the fact that uh, as of two weeks ago, I started my own team uh, at Cobo Banker in Smithtown. So today's guest, Vinny Martino. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you. Thank we you we basically talked about everything we, we had to talk about before the cameras went on. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know how this is going to go today, but uh, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for it having me. It means a lot. I've uh, been following you for a very long time. Thank Obviously, you. you are very successful here on the island. Your strategies, your methods, everything that you do, um, you know, you do very well. So Thank I really you. wanted to have the chance to, to pick your brain. And I felt that uh, a lot of people would also love to hear what you have to say. So um, the first question, you know, as we kind of go into this, I think I have for you is how did you get into real estate? Uh, you know, it was 20 plus years ago. I, um, I was uh, going to college. I was going for hotel restaurant management. Okay. And, uh, you know, I was working for a company uh, called Manhattan Beer, uh, <laughs> beer distributor. <laughs> Uh, in Long Island, and uh, I had a friend that I was, uh, you know, close to uh, that was in real estate at the time, and uh, you know he was making uh, boatloads of money. Mm -hmm. um, pretty talented guy, but uh, I was watching him, and and um, you know, and uh, what the industry was doing. So I decided to jump in, and uh, you know I got H into. How old were you? I was uh, 21. Wow. Yeah, 21. I wish I got into real estate at 21. <laughs> 21. I, I really do. So you just jumped right in. Was he kind of like a mentor for you? Yeah, he's, he's you know kind of a mentor to me. Um, you know, we we definitely worked together. Mm -hmm. um, it was uh, you know the times were a little bit different than now. Uh, yeah, technology was much different then. Mm -hmm. uh, so you kind of get started in the business. A mentor then was was much more important than yeah, yeah. you know you know to get into the business. But yeah, he taught me a lot. Uh, what I know today. How did you, so how long did it really take you to start finding any success? Like, was it right away? Did you kind of hit the ground running or did it yeah, take a while? Yeah, I kind of hit the ground running. You yeah. know, I've, I've always had like a, uh, a built-in sales uh, mm -hmm. in me. Uh, but, uh, you know, it took some time to, to learn the industry in general. There wasn't a lot of education yeah. available uh, that there is today. Mm -hmm. Years ago, uh, you know, today there's YouTube and yeah, yeah. all these different coaches. Uh, years ago... You didn't have that, mm -hmm. you know. So you was really you were, you were learning from a lot of the other top producing agents and what they were doing in the areas that you were working in. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of doing that right now. I mean, like I study most of the stuff that you do. <laughs> uh, I study, you know, the stuff that Rita does, Carp does, you know, and and they're all you guys are all successful because of stuff that you do individually. But you know, there's a definitely a direct correlation. Like we were talking about before we went on, you know, live about four set by owners and expireds. Yep. This guy's doing 150 plus deals, right? Yeah, roughly. We, we're, we're a lot of deals. A, a lot of deals. And yeah. you're still doing these cold calling. You're still doing the 470 owners and expired. So um, kind of off topic, but, you know, I, I agree. You have to study some of the top producers to kind of get to where you want to be. Um, yeah, I so think you need a mentor. You know, if that's another realtor in your marketplace, yeah. if that's, a, you know, a coach or, mm -hmm. you know, or a speaker, a motivational speaker, you know, I think, you, you know, you definitely yeah. could use it. So how long, so you hit the ground running, how long into it did you finally decide to start your own team and kind of take that next step? You know, not, uh, just probably within the last 10 years, maybe. Were, were teams big when you first got started? No. As no, no, they no. are now. I think, now Rita, I, think I, I mean, honestly speaking, I think Rita Takaris was, really? <laughs> was the only um, 
agent that I know mm -hmm. had a team wow. back then. Most agents were, were individual agents working. Mm -hmm. There was husband and wife, you know, so-called teams. Yeah, yeah. But uh, mega teams, like teams uh, that have agents, uh, more than two or three. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Rita was the only one wow. at the time. You know, we worked out of the same office. Really? So, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, worked, didn't know I worked out of the same office as her. So, you know, I th she was like probably one of the first agents to have really a team that I know of yeah local in our local area when, when was it did you just finally like something clicked for you where you went from like let's say doing 35 40 deals 60 deals to, to breaking that hundred number um, was it something that you did differently in the yeah, marketplace family <laughs> have really? some kids you know? <laughs> I think it's uh, yeah I think it's as as your uh, responsibility mm -hmm. becomes larger in life yeah and motivation you know becomes uh, at a much more higher level. Yeah. You know, if you're uh, if you're a single guy and you, you don't have any kids, mm -hmm. no responsibilities, still living at home, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think your motivation's a little less to get out of bed every yeah. day early and do what you need to do. When you have four kids, some yeah, are going absolutely. to college, you have a mortgage. Yep. Uh, I think your motivation's at a little bit of a higher level. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, I 100% agree. Um, you know, I, I have a girlfriend, I'm not married, don't have any kids, so, you know, it's not like I have a big family to support, but at the same time, me not having the wife and kids just yet um, and the mortgage, you know, it, it definitely helps a little bit because it gives me a little bit more time. Sure. It gives me a little more freedom. Yep. Um, you know, I said it on a podcast before, my father's been divorced two times, both times was because he was a workaholic. Right. I mean, amongst probably other things, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but mainly, you know, the guy was an, a workaholic, so he was putting yeah. in 70, 80 hours a week because he wanted to. Sure. And I'm kind of, I think, following suit a little, a little bit, but it's really just because I don't really see real estate. Like, when I wake up, it's not like, oh, shit, I got to wake up and go to work. Real estate to me, like, you know, waking up this morning, like, I'm fucking, I'm giddy, I'm excited to have a chance yeah. to even just sit here and chop it up with you. So for me, real estate is kind of, it's almost become like a hobby. And yeah. like everything else is You got to love like, what you got to love. You, you got to love what you do, yeah. 100%. And everything else kind of has become like, like recreational, yep. you know, like golf or, you know, going to a Mets game or softball, anything. Yeah. I stopped all that stuff. You know, you, you know, years ago, I think that was too, is that I was uh, out going to games, yeah. played softball mm -hmm. uh, competitively. So we were traveling every weekend yep. and I love that stuff. And it was, we were, you know, around a group of guys, nothing better. And then, I, then things start to click as you go on in life. Mm -hmm. uh, you start to realize that there's more important things to do. Of course. Grow your business. Yeah. I, you know, I don't even play ball anymore. It's, um, and I want to get back to it. Yeah. But right now, you know, starting different businesses as well. You know, I think my, my motivations are different now. They're much more uh, intense. Absolutely. To, to achieve more today than it was maybe five years ago. So. No, 100%. And, and me being 25, you know, I still have friends that are going out every Friday, Saturday, because yeah. no one's really married yet. You know, of course. People have, you know, relationships. But, um, you know, for, that, for me, that's a big thing, too, because a lot of my friends go out and they have fun. They're doing this, that, the other. But I like to go back to 25 <laughs> at, least, at least a week. <laughs> but, my, but my motivation is different now. You know, like, I, yeah. I, I don't want to do those things. I don't, right. have the, I don't have the time, the energy. I don't need to be... You know, my brain power on 50% for a week. Yep. You know, we went to the Jets game on Sunday, and I didn't really even feel 100% until Tuesday. Like it's, you're missing something. Exactly, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's a good feeling, but, you know, it's tough. And th that's something I want to talk to you later about is work-life balance. But um, the next... There is none. <laughs> <laughs> there is so so everyone's, you know, everyone has a different answer about that, but I think the general consist consensus is just that in this business, if you really want to be very, very successful, it's, it's tough to have, you know, a really big work-life yeah. balance. I think work-life balance is, you know, there's, there's people that want to work, uh, you know, get up, go to mm -hmm. work, 8 o'clock, 
you know, nine o'clock, get home at five yep. and, and watch the TV shows and stuff. And there's, that, that's fine. Sometimes, you know, be honest, Dan, I sit back and I go, am I the guy doing it right? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I got so much stress, so much going on. Mm -hmm. And I sit and say to myself, do I have it right, or is it my friend that's in the union that goes in at you know, <laughs> 5 o'clock in the morning, yeah. and he's on the 2 o'clock train, he's home at 3.30, mm -hmm. he gets to see all of his kids do their ball games and everything else, yep. and, <clears throat> or am I the guy? You know, so you can go back and forth with that all day. I think that's an individual person. I don't think that's, um, you, can, you can learn that. I think that's mm -hmm. built inside you, and you probably learned that from your dad, mm -hmm. that hustle, that grit. I don't think you can make that. I think you can become better at it, but uh, I think that's created within. And um, people ask me, how do you balance life? I really don't. I mean, I, I, I'm a workaholic. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm even home, I'm still working. My mind's <laughs> driven. My, my phone's in my hand. Mm -hmm. um, and I got to get better at the, the, the balance of with the family. Yeah. But I, um, I, you know, I guess I try to involve them or, or you know, do mm -hmm. whatever I can, but if you want to be truly <clears throat> successful, mm. and uh, that may be in any business, it's very, very hard. So yeah. people that say, I, I, I can't believe anybody that tells me they got the four-day work week, <laughs> and they take off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they go mm. visit the beach house and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that comes m way later in life mm. uh, when you've hit that mark where you know, you're financially set. Mm -hmm. And nothing can actually change you, not an economy, not, not anything. You're not exposed anymore to yeah. But right now, I don't, I don't see. So does your, your wife's got to be very supportive because in this business, I mean, like you said, you're, you're home, you're working. Yeah. Say to me, even if I get home at 7 or 8 o'clock at night and we're about to eat dinner, like my phone's still going off yep. because now people are getting off work and they have questions. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, so your phone is really, you know, we're like a doctor and a surgeon. But this is also the only business, really, where you know you can make that kind of money sure. as a doctor, as a surgeon. Yeah. But you're always on call. You know, you're right. always picking up the phone. So I always find it very interesting. Like, did your wife, uh, like, did you marry your wife before you were in real estate? Did you marry your wife? So it's funny. I met my wife. She was in real estate. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so she used to work for Team Rita. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's really cool. So yeah. So, so then she understands. Then sorry. So she so. understands. She's in the business. Um, okay. She's still licensed. She came back for a little while. And yeah, she's, yeah. You know, we have four kids, so she's she's yeah. a stay-at-home mom at this point. We yep. still got kids that got to get on the bus. You know, yeah. the youngest one. So it's it, it's hard, um, but. Um, Listen, I get yelled at a lot you know, <laughs> on my phone. My kids yell at me. You yeah. know, uh, you know, I'm walking through Hershey Park and I'm on the phone or texting. You know, mm -hmm. is even actually a video? Someone called me. And they said you're never on. You know, you know, you're never off the phone. My daughter was riding horses <laughs> and she got whipped off the horse oh, and shit, uh, really? it fell on the floor. And I was on the phone and I'm like <laughs> yelling in the background, "Get up!" You know? <laughs> so, so uh, you know. Uh, yeah, it's 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 mm -hmm. yeah, it's tough. It's yeah, definitely absolutely. tough, and I I haven't found the the right mix yet. But um, in twenty years, twenty plus no, years, no, I think um, I think I have that drive. That that's uh, it's crazy to say. It's the most important thing to me. You know, yeah. outside of my family, of course, their health mm -hmm. and. But I do everything for them, you yeah, know, yeah. so it's to make their lives easier as, yeah, they, of course. as they grow up and you know have something built for them if they decide to to, to take it one day. Yeah. Um, so recently, you made a switch from Element over to Coldwell. Sure. You came to the, the dark side, yeah. or I guess the good side. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. Um, so can you, I guess, shed a little bit of light into that? Like why you, know, you kind of made that decision after 10 years at Element? Obviously, you were mega successful. 
Um, yeah, you know, Element, Element was a great company. Um, you know, I have nothing bad to say about them. Mm -hmm. uh, they've, they've treated me well over the years, and we've, we've done great together. Um, I think Coal Bank, you know, I'm a, I think change is always good. Mm -hmm. You know, change it, it gets you motivated again. Um, yeah. Uh, it was more about just they supported uh, my team and I a little bit, you know, a little bit more at Colwell. Okay. Um, what they were offering us, uh, you know, obviously splits yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, for, and it was a step away from taking me out of opening up an office because I yeah. wanted to give more money to my agents um, mm -hmm. for them to earn more and for their families. And I obviously wanted to earn more. Of course. So there's many different ways to earn more. It's not always about selling more homes. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's taking higher commission splits and getting, you know, taking higher commissions, mm -hmm. getting higher commission splits. So I just wanted to, before, you know, starting another 10 years of my career, I wanted to make a change and yeah, of course. do what's best w for us. Would you, so I mean, we talked about this before we went on air, but would you ever want to become a broker? Would you ever want to no. open up your own office now? No. <laughs> no, I have no, uh, I, I had a, a small um, desire mm -hmm. just not too long ago. Um, but again, I, I think with the commission splits that uh, companies are offering today, yeah, uh, there's, there's really no reason to. Mm -hmm. I think the other thing is is that the, the real estate offices we touched on earlier before the cameras were on is that you, you were able to make money as mm -hmm. a real estate office uh, many years ago because the commission splits weren't as, as competitive as they are today. Mm -hmm. Now today I just don't see the value um, as an individual agent, you know, looking to open up a yeah. bunch of offices. I think maybe if, it, if an office was approached to me that was established, running, mm -hmm. um, and maybe there was a group of offices, five, 10, 15 offices, and I was able to make an acquisition on that. Mm -hmm. Maybe, yeah. maybe. But and it, but maybe later on in life too, at, at 40, yeah. you know, I'll be 42 in a week, so at 42 years old, Happy birthday. you know, do I wanna, thank you, do I wanna start yeah. running around managing? But, and, and, and it's tough to compete too, because you have Realty Connect, you have these other companies that are yeah. giving such high, yeah, high commission splits. I mean, no, no one's gonna wanna stay with you. You know, it's, it's kind of like- Yeah, uh, and it's hard to, it's, and, and, EXP's offering 100% now, too. Like, yeah. you know, I have uh, I had Shaughnessy on here. Um, I have tons of friends that are down in North Carolina, South Carolina. I mean, they're getting 100% commissions, but it's granted, it's probably not truly 100%. Yeah. Um, but it's tough to compete with that, especially as, like, a newer office or somebody trying to break in as a, you know, a yeah. new broker. Um, you have to find it really interesting. You know, they're big down south. Same thing with, like, Keller. And then you get around here, and they don't have too much market share just yet. Yeah, not yet. But the, <clears throat> I'm sure someone will break the code. And, yeah, and yeah. New York's always been a difficult place to to tap into, yeah. no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. um, if it's the for sale by owner companies or, you know, all these other companies, I think New York's a little bit harder. Yeah. Uh, especially we have a lot of niche markets like Manhattan and, and the Hamptons, which I, mm -hmm. which I admire because they don't allow disruptors like Zillow and Realtor yeah, and yeah. Trulier and these other companies to come in. H how do you, so Brian Carp just did a video on it. I did a video on it a couple weeks ago. How do you feel about Zillow? I don't like them. <laughs> I don't like them. I mean, I, I don't use a lead from Zillow. Really? So uh, I haven't since I've been in the business. Wow. Um, so do, do you advertise? Do you spend the money I, like, I for your I do spend money on, on Zillow and okay. Realtor. I've cut back over the years. I would love to cut them to zero. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm not a believer in them. Mm -hmm. I believe if they, had, if they had the opportunity to take the real estate agents out of the business, they'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. And all we're doing as real estate agents is funding them. <laughs> <laughs> to to do that one day. Mm -hmm. um, so to me, 
I haven't taken a lead from it. Yeah. Um, from Zillow, Realtor, Trulia, any one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, my agents do. Yeah. Uh, it drives me nuts knowing that I'm out every day putting in the sweat equity to go yep. out and get listings and then Zillow has the right to advertise my listing and sell my and sell your lead yeah. to somebody else. Well, so that, that was one crazy. Of the, that was Manhattan and Manhattan and Mont and and the Hamptons, they don't allow that. Really? They don't use Zillow. I mean, not that I know of, but yeah, majority yeah. of the, the top agents out there, mm-hmm. they don't allow these disruptions. You don't see for sale by your owner companies as often in Manhattan or, or the Hamptons. Yeah. You don't see um, you don't see Zillow like dominating the market in Manhattan or the Hamptons. Those mm-hmm. agents have pushed that stuff out. They yeah. don't even allow. Uh, I mean, they don't even use MLS yeah. out there. They have their own. Which I, I, again, I admire them for that because they are controlling their market. They're not allowing um, anybody to come in and potentially take the business from them. Yeah, it drives me absolutely crazy when I, when I have a listing and uh, somebody will be trying to get in touch with me as a listing agent and they go through Zillow and of course it routes to the three people that are advertising yeah. in the area and then you know Joe Schmo shows up and takes the lead and then sells the yeah. house. Drives me absolutely bananas. Yeah. But I'm definitely part of the problem because now that I started a team, you do it. I'm, I'm spending the money on it because yeah. you know you have to provide leads for these yeah. for the agents. So I'm definitely part of the problem. But it's, it's guess how that, Zillow makes their money. How they make the money? Yeah, well, off of us. Yeah, well, I mean, off, yeah, off right. Of us. So if agents yeah. stop one day and just yeah took away, you know, to me, I believe we go back to yes, the multiple listing service, the cooperation mm-hmm. of brokers is important. Yeah. But let less agents go out and, and, you know, individual websites and market and pay for the money there to mm-hmm. advertise themselves in the company. And that just shows people putting, I mean, anybody today can become a halfway successful realtor with yeah. companies like this. Go out, buy a, a zip code, spend 300 bucks yep. and, uh, and get automatic leads. It 100%. was different when yeah. I got into the business and, and I, you know, I admired, I always looked up to her, reader, you know, her mm-hmm. and I talk, we just talk, spoke recently, yeah. how like, Years ago, it was, you know, you wanted listings, you had to go out and, and, and door knock or cold call or call expires. Yeah. And I've never changed my business. So meaning, I, as no, as <laughs> That's all, a fact. Yeah, well, all the things I have going on today with investments and building mm-hmm. homes, and I opened up a construction company yep. two years ago and went public with that, and we're, we're, we're doing really well with that. Mm-hmm. I've never stopped prospecting. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, so, trust me, I know. I've competed on yeah, that. Yeah, so I, I still do it every Fucking morning. You show up to a and house I, and, and you, you, got, you get told that your competition is video more. How, how do you even compete with that? The guy's selling 150 houses a year. So I. I like, what the fuck is this guy still doing? Yeah. Not doing still I still do it because I don't know anything different. Yeah. And I, 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 I still today uh, refuse to throw in the white towel and mm-hmm. give my. It, if I was to go back to just being a single agent, Zillow yeah. would have none of my money. Yeah. Realtor.com would have none me, of my me money. Me either. And I, and I think I got lucky because, so the team that I came from, I mean, they spend a ton of money on Zillow, right? So your phone, you can be sitting home playing Fortnite and you can, your, your phone will, you know, pick up, whatever, and you get a lead. Dude, but I, I never, don't know what Fortnite is. When I was growing up, we played, <laughs> we played Atari and Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't play video games either, but, but that's, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You can be yeah. sitting home yeah, on yeah. your couch and I pick up it. the phone. Yeah. Um, and it was just something that I didn't really, like, I, I don't know, I guess I would pick up and somebody were to get to it. So finally I was like, you know what, I'm, I don't even need these old leads. Like, yeah. I might as well just teach myself. Let me do the for sale. My owners, the expireds. And that's how I really got started and I did really well. And there was a little bit of a time where I stopped doing it for a couple months because I was like, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm good now. I get referrals coming in. I'm doing, you know, three or four deals a month. I don't, I don't need to, you know, I don't need to do it anymore. And it wasn't until I went to that listing appointment that I was competing against you where I was like, this guy is doing 150 deals and he's really still doing this. Like, I need to, 
I need to wake up. And it kind of gave me a little, like, a, a re-motivation, I guess. You know, there's no reason to stop doing that. Why would you stop the things that made you successful? Yeah. Even if you're doing 60, 80, 100 deals, why stop doing Every, those things? You know, everything is, is, you know, no matter how much technology comes out, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think the only thing that's a positive towards technology is email and text message. Yeah. Um, you know, but phone conversations are still the number one uh, most important thing in, in the business. Mm-hmm. Because everything leads to a phone conversation. Yeah. Even if somebody calls off a Zillow and they're interested in a home, you know, you're not communicating with that buyer or prospect of seller through text messaging mm-hmm. or or email the whole time. Yeah. You gotta pick up the phone and talk. And for me as a business person, the phone a conversation, either in person or on the phone, tells me a lot. Mm-hmm. Tells me over the years of doing this. It tells me their motivation. I can hear it in their voice. A lot of different things. I can even tell if a buyer's fully pre-qualified or they're not. So yeah. I think the you know it's so important. But we're losing that. We're mm-hmm. losing the. I mean, I have agents that that text me. I never talk to them. I have an <laughs> offer and they're shooting me offer and they don't even you know call. Yeah, yeah. I'm still traditional. I go back to you know less talk. Let's yeah, get, yeah. You know, if there's an issue, less talk. Less you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody's angry now these days, they, they text message you. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's just you know let's just talk it out and, and figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. let's not you know sit here because you can never really tell. As much as text messages is a great communication tool, you really mm-hmm. can't tell people's tonality. Yeah. And how they actually feel or not feel. So, I'm still a big telephone guy. Yep. I'm not much of a door knocker. You know, um, I feel, uh, and I know there's a lot of agents out there that are doing it. I think Carp is a big door knocking mm-hmm. guy. He's super successful. So I think, you know, door knocking is, is still great. I yeah. feel like, you know, the phone gets me uh, not in front, but in connect with people a lot faster yeah, yeah. than, uh, you know, if you door knock and you drive <clears> around and, and that person is not home, mm-hmm. you know, and, they, and they're pissed off at the world because <laughs> the house has expired and you got a, a business yeah, yeah. card or a brochure and they just rip the shit up and throw yeah, it exactly, out. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, where you know, getting them on the phone, especially today, years ago, you know, when we were when we were prospecting, mm-hmm. again, cell phones weren't popular. You were paying by the minute, yeah. you know, or by the call. So you didn't use your phone to prospect or call <laughs> or buy. You know, mm-hmm. you want a bag of uh, quarters, but yeah, yeah, you know, you'd call the home. So a lot of times, again, you mm-hmm. know, the people weren't home. Now the communication today, you know, and all the technology that, that gives you the numbers, you can call these people. At home and in a cell. Yeah. So, I think the telephone gets you in front. You know, at least the conversations quicker. And so you how get more at one time? You, you've had to obviously. I mean, over twenty years to keep the level of uh, of business that you're doing, you've had to constantly probably adapt to not only the new markets but new strategies. Yeah. Whether it's technology, yeah. whether it's uh, you know anything. So I mean, how have you kind of you know? I know you said you were in coaching at one point. How did you kind of always stay either on top of it or always one step ahead? Because it seems like you are, you are always. I think, I think it's just, I, this is the best advice I can give everybody. Mm-hmm. I look at successful people that are above me or super above me, like you know, speakers and stuff. And I don't, I watch what they do, mm-hmm. not so much um, listen in a way. So. You know, you got a guy like Grant Cardone, mm-hmm. right? Big sales guy. He's he's everywhere. So I don't necessarily listen to every single thing he has to say, mm-hmm. but I watch what he does. You know, people follow Tom Ferry. 
you know, watch what he does versus what he's doing, you know, mm-hmm. watch what he's doing. So yeah. I think that's the most important thing is really paying attention to what, what's coming in mm-hmm. and then trying to adapt to it right away. Yeah. And then weeding out what actually doesn't work because there's a lot of stuff that doesn't work. Like social media, Instagram, Facebook, it's a tremendous tool today. Yeah. Um, it's one it's, of my biggest, one of my it's, biggest leads. It's sources. a gift. Yeah. And, and um, years ago, we didn't have that. So now you can get in front of, you know, your, your sphere of influence, your family. You mm-hmm. can keep reminding them in your real estate. But you can also hurt your business by spending all your time on there as well. Oh, absolutely. So I think you have to delegate your time out on mm-hmm. what you're doing and how much you're putting out there. Yeah. Um, and then delegating your time on, 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 you know, putting yourself on the phone and, and social media and breaking it up into sequels and, and yeah, yeah. working different angles. Because um, one thing's never going to work, you know? No, absolutely. And you've got to have to constantly be changing yourself and evolving right. and, you know, constantly making yourself better. Um, one other question I had for you is, so obviously to be as successful as you are, you need to surround yourself with some of the best people or at least people that are like-minded or hungry and have the same drive as you. How did you find the people that are on your team? How did you... How do you choose? I know you said before we went on, on air that you had six people on your team. Have you decided to keep it at that level, you know, that number? Have you wanted to get bigger? Yeah, I, no, no. You know, I, I think I'm, I'm at a different state in my business. Um, you know, I have some great people that work for me. Uh, Adrian has been with me for, I think, 15 years now. Wow. So it, you know, so as an assistant, I went through a few before her. Um, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I couldn't have been where I am today without her. Um, and then all the rest of my team members, I've went through plenty of, yeah. of real estate um, salespeople. Uh, where I'm at right now, I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think I want to get them better and get them to their next level mm-hmm. before I start recruiting more. Yeah. Because then you become uh, you know, an owner or a manager yeah, and, yeah. and you're managing your business, mm-hmm. uh, those people. And now you're taking yourself out of the, the equation of sales. And I, I think that's the biggest, biggest detriment any agent can do is just to become a team leader yep. and not sell real estate anymore. Yeah. Because if that team ends up walking away or leaving you, yeah. uh, <laughs> now you're stuck and, and mm-hmm. you're not doing anything. So I think you, I'm comfortable where I am now. Mm-hmm. If the right prospect comes you know, um, to me, I think, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would entertain it. But right now I'm very comfortable where I yeah. am with my team. I think if you overwhelm yourself, and right now, so I have uh, four, four people with me. Um, but you know you have to focus on helping them get to that next level. But right. you also have to keep in mind you got to continue your business. Sure. So I don't want it to get to a point where you know Gail Carrillo has oh, like 25 agents on her team. That's amazing. They are probably they are extremely successful. Not probably they are very successful. But that's a lot of people. You got a lot of people to deal with. You have a lot of personalities, a lot of egos, yeah. a lot of uh, issues, whatever. You know I would never want it to get that big. Um, but you know you have to keep it to a point where you're able to be as successful as you can be. And you know you can also yeah, you help. could always do the same numbers small. You know I mean you could. Like, again, improving yourself mm-hmm. to do more yeah. as an individual and then making, you know, your four team members, if they did five deals this year, get them to 10. Exactly. You know, yeah. Get that guy that did 10 to 15 <clears throat> mm-hmm. and you're making the numbers up there. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then, you know, slowly bringing new people on. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I look at some of these mega teams, Ryan from Million Dollar Listings. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he's got 50 people. <laughs> you know, I, I guess with the... I, I would add as you need, mm-hmm. you know, as you need the agents um, because your business is growing, then you add. I wouldn't just rush into. Yeah, of course. You know, I, I've seen so many people, and you did it right. You became mm-hmm. 
successful as an individual agent and then mm -hmm. started a team. I watch some of these people in the business and they're like, they're a team. Yeah. But they haven't, no disrespect, they haven't made it themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like they, they've, they've never sold more than 25 homes themselves, but they're, they're starting a team. Yeah. That's, that's not the, I mean, that's, that's not the right way of, yeah, of, of doing it. You know, you, yeah. you know. Um, no, I agree. You have to be able to hit a certain number yourself before. I mean, yeah. how are you going to take people on and tell them what to yeah. do and train them and show them what to do if you don't really know? Right. It's interesting. You know, I've only had my license probably a little bit less than two years, and I did start the team. You're but the I next, think that you're, you're the next king of the, the, the castle. <laughs> I appreciate right? it. You're doing it now. You know, but so. you know, I appreciate that very much coming from you. But you know, it's something that I feel like I've gotten my master's. Listen, I'm going to learn, and I do learn something new every single day. But yep. for the time being, I feel like I've gotten my master's in real estate and the market and just from my experience, it's like every, every house that you sell, whether it's a buyer, seller, anything, it's always a different story. It's always different obstacles. It's yeah. always, you know, you have to get the win every single day. So I feel like I can really help these people in the sense that they're all pretty much new in the business yeah. or, you know, if they're not new, then maybe they're struggling a little bit. But I feel like what I've done has got me to a certain point. And listen, it's definitely hard work. But if I can even push them in the right direction and just show them a little bit of what I do, you know, then if they're willing to take it and run with it, they'll be successful themselves. I, I think it's education, too. I think, mm -hmm. you know, if you look, if you went, because you needed a surgery, yeah. let's just say, uh, you went to a cardiologist and the guy says to you, you know, uh, yeah, I've done some surgeries, but uh, mm -hmm. I don't practice often. Yeah. You know, and uh, I don't educate myself at all. So I'm not really up to date with the new medicines and everything else. You've probably run out of the office. <laughs> so it's the same thing for real estate. I think a lot of agents, they just don't practice enough. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's practicing their scripts, practicing their listening presentation, practicing what they say on the phone, yeah. putting themselves, even if it's role playing by yourself, into individual situations that you come. I'm constantly trying to educate myself all yeah, day. Me too. I don't watch. Football, baseball, I have no interest in that stuff anymore. Um, I watch more of all, if it's on my free time, more educational stuff. Um, so that's what I look at. Education is huge because mm -hmm. as you improve, obviously your business is going to follow. So I, I see a lot of agents, they just don't, they just don't um, educate. They don't yeah. practice. <clears throat> you know, baseball players, football players, these guys are tremendous athletes they didn't get where they are today or they're not staying on top of their game yeah but Brady, not brady's not staying on top of his game at 40 <laughs> something years old yeah because he doesn't practice or keep himself in physical good shape I'm yeah like, yeah you know i mean i'm shit shape right now but, <laughs> yeah. but i'm saying like you know they they no, of course you got to practice right you, you have to and you have i to think a lot in. of agents so i always put myself into situations like what should i've said in that situation that could have maybe led me to the appointment mm -hmm. um or it could have helped me yeah close the deal so I'm constantly role playing with myself in my mind on what yeah, you have I could to do have that. done differently yep. to, to you know, maybe secure the listing. You know. Yeah, of course. You have to do that. Yeah. Um, the last question I have for you before we wrap up, and I ask this to everybody, um, what is your why? Like why, why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you doing the construction? You know, everything. What you is know, your why? I, it, I don't think, I think my why, I haven't really found like the, that, you know, like a lot of people, I think my why is is uh, my family, mm -hmm. most importantly, uh, to support them, give them what they need, um, get them through life easier. Uh, so I think that's my big why, mm -hmm. is to support them. Um, you know, I think why I did my construction, you know, my construction business, I always... For, for many, many years, I was known as like the, the agent that did new construction. So mm -hmm. I always had a, uh, a desire for construction. So that's uh, why I opened up the company. Uh, I enjoy uh, 
you know, I don't physically do it, but yeah, I yeah. enjoy the design of it and seeing things progress in that. So I, I enjoy um, the construction end of the business as well. So, you know, I'm kind of split up now between construction yeah. and real estate. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. The legend, Mr. Martino. <laughs> I appreciate you. you coming on. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody.